The roguelike subgenre goes back four decades, but it's only recently flirted with crossing into the mainstream. Splunky and The Binding of Isaac adapt the formula into a kinder, gentler variant called the roguelite that keeps the randomization without completely resetting the player after each death. Neon Abyss takes this formula and applies it to a run-and-gun, side-scrolling action platformer. It's been on Game Pass since its launch in July 2020, and the few critics who have covered it have good things to say. But what will we think? Let's find out if Neon Abyss is a Game Pass or a Game Fail. Neon Abyss follows the roguelike template to a T. It borrows mechanics from the most popular games in the genre. You start with a basic pea shooter and must explore a randomized dungeon, find upgrades, and eventually beat a boss to go to the next floor. Along with generic power upgrades and new weapons, you can also find eggs that hatch into helpful creatures. All of this leads to bullet hell chaos, and thankfully, your character controls very well. You use the right stick to aim and shoot while jumping with a trigger. You always feel like you are in command. Unlike other roguelikes, each dungeon is relatively small with just a handful of floors. Defeating the boss unlocks a new dungeon with slightly more floors. Like many other games in the genre, many rooms look and feel the same. Enemies and bosses also tend to repeat. While there are plenty of new guns and upgrade items, their improvements are subtle. None of them are powerful enough to actually change your playstyle. There's also not much progression between each run. The permanent currency mainly unlocks new items, and even after multiple hours of play, we've only unlocked a handful of those. Again, like most games in the subgenre, the difficulty is very sporadic. It also doesn't feel particularly balanced. The start of each run is almost too easy, but near the end of each attempt there's a massive difficulty spike since damage is doubled when you reach the fifth floor. When you combine this with more difficult enemy and boss variants, death can come quickly. Even on the easy difficulty setting, making any headway after the fifth floor takes almost as much luck as skill. And this is just the second dungeon, it's not for the weak of spirit. Game Pass has become a haven for roguelikes, and since our last inquiry into the genre, EA Play has provided even more great options. One of Neon Abyss's direct inspirations is Enter the Gungeon. It's also a bullet hell roguelike, but it's a top-down shooter. Critics love it. Probably the closest comp is Dead Cells. It's one of the few side-scrolling roguelikes on Game Pass, and it's excellent. If you want a slower take on the subgenre, Into the Breach works around a turn-based strategy mechanic, and critics love it too. Moonlighter is a Zelda-like action RPG take on the formula with a shop management twist. We are just scratching the surface of roguelikes on Game Pass, and there are so many imposing comps. If you want even more, check out our Neoverse episode of Game Pass or Fail. Now it's time to find out, is Neon Abyss a Game Pass or a Game Fail? The core of Neon Abyss's gameplay is solid. Games with high stakes need responsive control schemes, and that's just what you get here. It feels good to play, and all of the systems are competent. It just isn't all that exciting. With so many competitors on Game Pass, the bar is extremely high. A game has to do something unique to truly stand out, and Neon Abyss plays more like a greatest hits exercise than something that stands on its own two feet. You're better off playing the originals that inspired its design, and they're on Game Pass too. If you've already entered all the gungeons, Neon Abyss might be a good choice, but it should not be your top priority. Neon Abyss gets a game fail. For next week, we're picking from the handful of games that came to Game Pass in April, and the randomizer selects... Destroy All Humans.